going on, good people? Turn the volume up on this a little bit. Might want to take this off. Okay, here we go. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. You can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. It's A Coach Cam, salute. And today's topic, I want to cover the importance of sports and schools. I want to cover the importance of sports and schools. While I'm chit-chatting, you can jump in if you would like. If you're just giving us a listen for the first time, thank you for coming on. So, how important are school sports? So, everyone thinks it's for making it to the league. We've all had hoop dreams at one point. But we never use it to learn how to go through the ups and downs. You know, um, all my life I was cut in school teams. You know, I played at the local church. I was a gym rat. But I never deterred any of that from getting what I want, something I wanted to do. You know, I had to persevere through all of that. I was a heavy kid. You know, I was considered the big kid. So I didn't get a lot of opportunities to play. So I eventually walked on to my college team with no real experience. You know, I never played high school or AAU. I just had the will and the passion to play. Uh, Long Island was a very competitive scene. You know, my senior year, a ninth grader averaged a triple-double. So that's what I was dealing with, <laughs> trying to hoop, um, you know. Man, fast forward, you know, I coached in college at the D2 level. And after that, for seven years, I ran a program with my wife and two friends out of their kitchen in a Chinese food restaurant down the street because, you know, meet where you can. And then we did. We had parents that were willing to help. Uh, they came through with some fundraising and moral support. But we literally survived off of passion and lots of grit. Lots and lots of grit, especially in New York City, uh, where schools are severely, severely underfunded when it comes to sports. If you want to be realistic about it, it costs about $25,000 to run a legit middle school sport program. So we operated with some fundraising, some fees, and donated Gatorades and granola. So then the pandemic shut everything down once we had some momentum. And for some kids, it was just something to do. But for others, it was just a part of their life. It's how they got through the day. So why do I believe so much into team sports and sports and schools? Sports build teamwork. Similar to what you would need in a group project, it builds the same skills. So they're getting that throughout the day. Learning how to work with somebody you necessarily wouldn't work with in any other situation or scenario. You know, team sports gives you that optic. Also, communication. 
got to communicate on defense, got to communicate on offense. You have to be clear with your communication. You have to learn who you're talking to and how to speak to them. Something that's so important in dealing this nowadays with the development of social media, learning how to communicate and speak to each other without a keyboard, face-to-face communication. Problem-solving skills. Uh, I'll give you an example of problem-solving. You know, team's up 10, the defense isn't working. So how do we communicate? How do we make sure we slide in the proper spots? How do we make changes on the fly? Okay, If you learn how to make changes on the fly, imagine when you actually have time to sit down and come together. So I think problem-solving is a big, big key uh, in what sports offers students. Also, it helps you develop tough skin. And then when I say tough skin, I don't mean, you know, put your emotions to the side completely because, you know, we're we're trying to move from that society of, you know, be tough and don't show emotion, which is, I think, false. But I also think we're moving too far to the left or right, however you stand and saying, oh, you know, feel all your emotions and it's okay. Yes, you're allowed to feel your emotions, but you still have to learn how to deal with them. So that's what timeouts are for in sports, right? Call timeout, you deal with the emotion of the moment, you feel how you feel, then you move forward. Next play, always next play. Also, sports teaches you how to perform in front of others and being able to set criticism. Let's all think about that for a minute. During a sporting event, you are constantly being watched every move you make. Every gesture, your body language is constantly watched. I used to tell my players this all the time. You can hide if you're not a good writer. You can hide if you don't do well in math. You can hide if you don't read that well. You cannot hide if you're not an athlete, if you don't have special gifts. It is seen by everyone, similar to the Broadway performer who doesn't get enough practice time for their performance. You cannot hide. So being willing to have, uh, being willing, willing to be seen and criticized is a very big step, especially at the middle school and high school level, where if you feel like you're going to make a mistake, everybody's coming after you. You know, that's when you learn about yourself real quick in those moments. Positive reinforcement is key as well. I teach a lot of positive reinforcement with my players. I I find that they work well in a positive situation. You know, in my earlier days of coaching, it was always, oh, do this or punishment. Do that or it's punishment. No. Listen, I know you're good at this. You can be better if you do. I used to call timeouts for one of my players and say, after you made a mistake, you're a good player now. One day you're going to be a great player. And I would just tell him that positive affirmation over and over again until finally it clicked and he knew exactly what I was talking about. He performed at the highest level. So positive affirmation definitely does work in this situation. It also teaches you how to work with people you don't normally want to work with. Shows you that you don't have to do things by yourself. You know, the thought of teamwork, right? Working as a team, 
You don't work as a team. You fail as a team. Nothing's worse than the kid that goes home and says, well, I scored 20 points, but your team lost by 20. So you're missing a va- uh, very valuable skill, learning to work with a teammate and work with people you necessarily don't want to work with. I mean, that's a life skill that we need to have on a daily basis, correct? I mean, how many of us go to work and work with people that we don't necessarily have a relationship with or don't get along with, but we have to work with them anyway. So sports aids with that as well. Also teaches you how to create a work-life balance. Okay, it's nothing like having practice at 7.30 in the morning, going to class, practice again, and then having to get your homework done, eat your food, spend time with your family. Teaches you how to have that work-life balance. Because as an adult, what do we do right now? We go to work, we come home, we have to help our kids with a homework, we gotta cook dinner. We also have to attend that Zoom meeting that's happening the same time we normally have dinner. So learning ways to balance out your life is something that student athletes go through every day, and that's a great life skill. And it's not about going to the league. It's not about going to the league. It's about using these skills to build relationships with each other, with yourself. Give yourself some self-esteem, some character development. You learn about yourself in those moments. What do I need to work on? How do I get better? Why isn't this person talking to me? What do, what do I need to fix? Um, self-care, being a better person, being a better athlete. You know, it teaches you those things. And at the moment, when you play a sport, you probably represent about 7 to 9% of the population that actually play a sport and be involved in the student-athlete life. Something you cannot hide from yourself, something you cannot hide from others. You are constantly being seen on that stage. And it just teaches you how to handle the pressures, how to handle, you know, the crowd saying obscenities and crazy things to you. It's still being able to work through that, being better versions of yourself with the help of everyone else around you. Just like in real world situations, things are not going right, but you have uh, a crew of people that depend on you. They're expecting the best from you all the time. They're criticizing you because they love you and they want you to get better. That's another thing that sports teaches our students. So I think it's important that we have these programs and really spend the money to keep these programs afloat. Hey, it also keeps kids out the street. If you know for two hours of the day that your kid is still in school and they're with good people, you got to trust the village around you. You know, that's also helpful and important. I used to, I had one student, he never practiced for a whole year. He never practiced because during practice, he would sit for an hour and a half, two hours, just completing all his work because I knew that's the only time he can get his work done. And guess what? I would let him play. He got his work done. Part of the requirements that hold a certain GPA, correct? Part of the requirement is to 
you know, get your work done, make sure your classwork is done, your homework is done, group projects are done. But this is the only time you can get it done. So he sat in my office on the computer, got his work done while we all practiced, and I let the kid play because he handled his responsibilities. And the team also agreed to let him play. That's the other thing. They all knew what he was going through. The team allowed him to play. Why? Because they believed in him. They believed in his work. They pushed him. They understood. He earned the right to be a part of what was going on because he was doing what he needed to do. So anytime I put him in the game, there was no arguments. There was no complaining. There was no, oh, coach, why you let him play? Nothing. I'll tell you another thing about team sports. Not a lot of people talk about either. The manager. Oh, I had a manager. I missed that person. Helped me organize my life. This person knew nothing about sports. This child knew nothing about sports. All he wanted to do was help. So I said, okay, you want to help? I gave her some assignments, some tasks to do, and they were always completed. Helped organize the whole program. And she went on in the high school, taking those skills with her. Just because somebody listened and cared. That's the other part that nobody talks about. It's not just about the athletes, it's about the people around. I had multiple people on the camera crew. Didn't know how to use a camera before, but now they know how to use a camera. They know how to edit film because they wanted to be filmmakers. So it's not just about the lives of the athletes that you're affecting. It's about giving them the skills that they need to be successful in whatever aspect. And they could take it everywhere they want. Like I said, the young lady took it to her acting classes and everything. Uh, My camera crew people now know how to edit film film correctly. They know the apertures on the camera. They knew how to work the camera better than me. You know, how to use the scoreboard, how to use the scorebook, how to book refs, how to schedule games, you know, all these things that they learn just from having a sport in school. So I think it's very important. It's also a great way to bring people together. I mean, how often do Are we concerned that we don't know what's going on in the building or who's who or what's what? But then have a game, have a fundraiser. Everybody will come out. You'll see who's who, who's what, who's talking to who, who's having conversations. You know, what's going on? Something that's desperately needed. It's a way to reconnect, especially after the pandemic where everybody's relying on social media. We need a little bit more face-to-face conversation. And I think sports definitely helps with that. Not everybody's going to go to the recital. Not many people will go to the dance competition. But have a sport at a school and that gym will be packed. It will be packed. And this is not to shame any other thing. Like I, I was, a, I, I did theater. You know, I did theater. I was in chorus. I played orchestra. I did all those things. I made sure I was well-rounded. But sporting events were always full. Always brought the community together. So anybody anybody here, welcome to all of you guys and ladies, however you identify us on right now. I appreciate you taking the time. If you want to jump on and 
say something about this topic, you can. The phone lines are open, even though it's not a phone. <laughs> it's about 1230 on the East Coast. I am going to wrap up soon, but I do, uh, you know, I do want to leave the space open for anybody who wants to chat a little bit, give their take. Or if you believe sports are not needed, you know, I'm listening. I'm willing to listen to the other half. You know, that's what creates conversation. That's what creates understanding. I'm always willing to listen and, and, and talk. I just know I'm a I'm a product of having sports around, having sports in school. It was just so helpful for me. I mean, my uh, my coach in college, he knew I wasn't going to go to the NBA. But while everybody was getting awards and accolades, he offered me a coaching job. And he helped me get into a teaching position. He also hooked me up with uh, a lady who showed me how to get into the master's program so I can get certified to be a teacher. That's the other thing. It creates so much networking opportunities, especially if, you know, you're a well-rounded person. It creates so many network opportunities, opens so many doors that you can just walk through. And people are more willing to help help you because they know you're a part of a team. You're a team player. You understand what it takes to get to the ultimate goal. You know how to sacrifice. You know how to balance the student athlete life. And all those things means mean something to people. So, yes, I didn't make it to the league, you know, but it just opened doors that I had options and was able to walk through. And I'm very, very appreciative of those people that network in the village. So, all right, y'all, I'm going to wrap it up here. I always like to end with a quote. Thank you for listening. Also, if you missed the first part of it, please hit the replay button. Please follow. I will follow back. I'm new to this app, so I'm just trying to figure it all out. You can also find me on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, my uh, whole handle is a coach cam on Instagram. You can look for the podcast. Hey, what did I miss? Or I have a variety of guests on. My goal ultimately is to help bridge the gap between middle schoolers, high schoolers and their parents. Cause there's usually a big disconnect, especially with the emergence of social media and the pandemic. You know, middle school kids don't talk. Don't, middle school kids don't talk to their parents in general. So you know, I try to bridge that gap and find ways to be more involved in your child's life, especially the age group. Because even when they're not listening, when you think they're not listening, they're still paying attention. So please check me out. A Coach Cam. Uh, podcast is Hey, What Did I Miss? A Coach Cam is A-Y-E and then Coach Cam. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Look me up. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you. Let me share some wisdom with y'all. I always like to end with a quote. We are the music makers and we are the dreamers of the dreams. Catch you on the flip side.